0: Uh, Karen Tate, and um, uh, today is my special show uh, where you have just me, and I'm offering some uh, inspiration and uh, meditations uh, from my book, Uh, God is Calling. Um, which uh, the title, full title, is actually God is Calling Inspirational Messages and Meditations of Sacred Feminine Liberation Theology. And uh, liberation theology, well, that's just a fancy term that means goddess values set us free, uh, set us free from patriarchy, oppression, exploitation, predator capitalism, those sorts of things uh, that are plaguing our world. And, um, you know, here on the show, uh, I've tried to uh, make this sort of a a sanctuary uh, where you can escape to, um, I've tried really hard, um, you know, not to... Complain and whine here About the state of the world Uh, I will say I truly Believe in my heart all of this Is necessary uh, Because um, You know I believe we have to really Sort of hit rock bottom Uh, People need to be shaken awake You know uh, uh, Cages need to be rattled In order for us to Come out the other side A more evolved humanity so, um I will say, um, you know, I uh, reserve my more um, you know uh, rants um, you know in anger, I guess, uh, for my Facebook page, and you know, I'm not afraid to um, you know to say uh, righteous anger because uh, if you're not angry these days, then I have to wonder if you're paying attention, but here on the show. Uh, Like days uh, You know Days such as today uh, I'm hoping That this is a place um, As I said You know A sacred sanctuary You can come to To maybe be uplifted And Um uh, and find some inspiration. And that's what today is about. Uh, once a month, I go to my book, Goddess Calling and pick out a um, an inspirational writing that um, was designed really uh, for people to either use individually or uh, if you had a group, Uh, that met somewhat regularly. You could use the writings uh, as uh, inspirational messages uh, to share with your group. Uh, Half of the book is, uh, well, actually three-quarters of the book uh, is inspirational messages, and uh, the latter part of the book uh, is meditations that can be used uh, either by reading them or taping them and playing them back. And um, this month, uh, the topic is... um, uh your real uh, or our real wealth and um it's not to be confused uh by My mentor, Riane Eisler's book, uh, that's uh, pretty similar. Uh, I think it might be our real wealth as well. Uh, This is different. Uh, I am a student of Riane Eisler, and uh, I I count her and Merlin Stone as my two mentors that uh, got me on this path uh, back in the early '90s. And. And I have taken many of, um, you know, Rianne's classes at the Center for Partnership Studies uh, and have given talks uh, and have written uh, related to those teachings um, that I believe are valuable and I share. Uh, But this is actually different. Uh, This, by coincidence, uh, has the name Our Real Wealth because at the time um, that I wrote this, That's what I was thinking about, Um, you know, not about, uh, you know, gross domestic product, you know, GPD, um, but, uh, you know, what our real wealth is in our lives, you know, not statistics and economics and that sort of thing. Uh, But, uh, you know, while, you know, economics is important, uh, you know, we all have to exist in this world. Uh, That's not what... um, you know, today's inspirational message is about. So um, I am going to get started here and share it with you. Um, and it will be followed by meditation. So uh, when we get to the meditation part, uh, you know, make sure you're not uh, driving or doing anything like that. I wouldn't want you to uh, try to, uh, you know, listen to the meditation when you need your full focus on something else Uh, but please do um, if you can uh, get comfortable and give it a listen Uh, you know it's not to say you can't be you know folding the clothes or washing the dishes or gardening or something uh, while you listen to the message Um, but uh, please when we get to the meditation um, please don't be doing something that needs your full focus so, uh, this is Chapter 5 uh, from Goddess Calling, which uh, has gotten really great reviews from Jean Houston, Maria Gimbutas, uh, um, I'm, I'm sorry, not Maria Gimbutas, uh, you know, Jean Houston, uh, Barbara Walker, um, and, uh, you know, many other foremothers and wisdom showers. Uh, sorry, I misspoke there. I was uh, uh, thinking about her. Um, and uh, actually, you know, Selena Fox, uh, Z Budapest uh, was actually who I, was, who I meant to say when I said Maria Gambudis. Um, and uh, Isadora Forrest, uh, a lot of other folks have, uh, have given this a thumbs up. And, you know, the book is actually still available uh, from me directly or Amazon. Um, so, anyway, uh, let's just get going here. This is our real wealth. And I hope you enjoy it. So uh, let's talk a little about our bounty, our riches, and our good fortune. We all play the lottery probably. I know I do. Uh, We think if we just made more money or had some kind of windfall, it would make our lives better. We even say uh, when we do prosperity rituals, quote, let the riches come from whatever source the universe might provide, as long as it harms none and it's best for all concerned, unquote. But let's look at this a bit closer. What are our real riches, our bounty and good fortune? The operative word being real. Where do the real riches come from? What's the source? And I think it's important that we remind ourselves of this sort of thing, especially now. So um, as I was writing this book, I had recently learned that Lakshmi, uh, the Hindu goddess of bounty and all things, uh, well, she's often seen on Indian banks. Uh, I understand there aren't that many temples dedicated to her, but she is on banks. And some Hindu families will refer to their wife or daughter as their Lakshmi. In other words, the women in their families embody their good fortune. Sometimes families without girl children will invite female relatives to live with them to bring the bounty of Lakshmi into their lives. Interesting, isn't it? So what about knowledge? Um, Certainly that's our bounty, especially knowledge that comes from herstory uh, or goddess spirituality. For instance, we learn uh, in male-dominated society we define power as power over others and the desire to control, but we learn in women's studies within goddess spirituality that's not a healthy definition of power. In fact, we might discuss if power over something is bounty at all. What a double-edged sword that is. Real bounty comes not from having power over But the confidence in oneself, in the real power for oneself, this reduces the need to have power over others or to control them. We don't have to diminish others to assert our own strength. What a bounty it is to know the distinction of this important concept and work toward creating a society using that ideal We know that many goddess temples of the ancient world were centers of financial power and were presided over by priestesses, even though today most of of the financial institutions of our society are still presided over by men. It's important to know women once wielded the bounty of the people, Barbara Walker, foremother, teaches that silver and gold coins were valuable not because they were made of precious metals that came from the earth, from the body of Gaia, but because the coins were believed to be blessings from the goddess herself, which were believed to bring good fortune and healing magic, making money a magical invention. And let's consider the goddess Juno Moneta. Moneta. It's interesting that moneta means she who gives warning. That's a perfect segue for the rest of what I want to share with you. Coming back to the lottery, some of you may have heard anecdotal evidence for lottery winners being cursed. I know within Kabbalah teachings they believe that because we say something not earned cannot bring you long-term good fortune i'm not saying life isn't easier with money but again money is a double-edged sword when you have a lot of it you have to wonder if your friends and family love you or your money look at the care you have to take to keep it and grow it and not be robbed someone i've known a long time has been a good teacher for me on this subject this guy this man he is rich his father is richer and has a huge house in Beverly Hills, California. In fact, the people who go work there say it has more solar panels on it than the apartment complex where I used to live, and that was a big complex. It took up a whole block. My friend is so busy running the family business, keeping the money flowing, he has no life. I used to pity him because he rarely seemed happy. I would describe him as trapped by his wealth. You might say, well, that's just what people who don't have a lot of money say. They marginalize money. Well, I think it's about balance. I think we need enough money, but we need to know when enough is enough. Otherwise, it turns into greed. Greed. Kabbalah studies can be very interesting. In their teachings, you learn you should desire more and more but not for yourself. The abundance is really to make the lives of others better. In fact, giving is your security, so Kabbalah teaches. Giving and sharing is your ticket to being safe in a dangerous world. Your blessings, your bounty comes to you when you give to others. In fact, they think if you give until it hurts, of your time, of your care, the benefit of your skills, you get even more bounty or good fortune. So let's think about bounty beyond money. What floats your boat? What makes you feel rich, happy, and fulfilled? Personally, uh, I've come to know for myself, things do not make me happy, nor do they help me feel fulfilled. Though I didn't know this early on, I'll admit that. I didn't come to that till I was much older in life. Um, I'll confide that um, I was married to my high school sweetheart early on in my 20s. I already had a house and two cars and as much money as I needed then. But that um, was not my bounty. I was not happy or fulfilled. I was yearning, seeking, empty, and unfulfilled. There was a hole in me filled with doing ceramics, raising spider plants, all sorts of things to keep me busy, to distract me. I don't even think I was consciously aware of the hole in me. I know I just never felt fulfilled. I had what everyone strives for, didn't I? I had what everyone says is what we should want out of life. Fast forward, life is very different now. My husband, Roy, and I have been married over 30 years. Having the right partner in my life has been the foundation for my bounty. I could make more money working in corporate America, but I don't. I've traded making more money for quality of life. Finding goddess and sharing those ideals, being in service to the great she, to the community, is probably the most nourishing things I do, next to learning And being with those I love and having women who challenge my thinking and ideas, this is my purpose. I think getting older, having experience, and acquiring some wisdom has also contributed to my riches and good fortune because I've liberated myself from worrying so much about people say or what they think about me. And I no longer feel I have to be perfect in everything I do. I just have to do my best. And when my cat comes up and sits next to me with, um, you know, sitting there at my arm on my chair, well, she makes me feel like I'm Cabelli sitting on my throne. Or when someone emails me thanking me for doing my radio show because it's their lifeline. These are the kinds of things that help me know I'm rich. So, these are some examples of what I'd say are my riches. But, You know, you need to think about what are yours, or you don't need to, but you might want to. Um, What is your purpose? What's important? You know, that's what's important to think about, because how often do you hear about someone retiring from their job, and maybe they drop dead or get depressed because they have nothing to live for? Their purpose has ended, or they win the lottery and they get arrogant, stop caring, They drop out. They stop relating and don't make wise investments in their life. And I'm not just talking about money. They become an empty vessel. How many people think gold, diamonds, drugs, alcohol, power, or food will fill that gaping hole inside of them? Does the latest computer or gadget fill you? What about designer shoes or clothes? Maybe a new car every year. Do do they really fulfill you? But for how long? and is it real fulfillment? or is it fool's gold? Does that brief glimpse of happiness fade away rather quickly? So what fills your vessel to overflowing? Is it good friends, supportive family, great conversation, travel, making discoveries, being creative, making things, going to the ocean or the mountains? Uh, feeling at one with the ebb and flow of the mother, laying in the grass, looking up at the sky, the supermoon, the stars, the night sky. Maybe it's music or learning. Maybe it's being appreciated or helping others. Maybe it's debating a concept or your lover's warm embrace or cool sheets on a spring morning, birds chirping outside your window satisfaction from a gold from a goal satisfied. What feeds you? That's your real riches and bounty. That's what will bring you good fortune. Remember Joseph Campbell said, follow your bliss. Follow your bliss and riches will flow. Most importantly, when you find what feeds you, Goddess teaches you to nurture and tend to those things just like you tend a garden. Tend to your friendships. Nurture the things that fulfill you. Whatever it is that makes you feel rich, don't neglect it. If you're finding yourself feeling empty or at a loss or poor, then maybe you haven't been tending your life's garden. As I remind you listeners on my radio show, Mother Nature, Gaia herself teaches us what we tend to and nurture thrives. What we neglect withers, and we're left with nothing, and that's the real poverty. So to conclude today, we are all probably very rich. We just have to focus on defining what our bounty and riches are and the source of our good fortune. Yeah, I think that's especially an important message today. As we're all struggling to stay home and shelter in And keep ourselves safe and our loved ones safe And, um, you know, being a responsible citizen And taking care of those around us So, um, I'm going to go to chapter 24 now And uh, share with you the meditation there Fortuna, Sacred Sanctuary of Manifestation Okay, Uh, So take a minute, get comfortable, and uh, we're going to start. We're going to take a guided inner journey, a sacred pilgrimage to our inner landscape. Our goal is to allow each of you to discover and become acquainted with your personal sacred sanctuary. It's a place. You can go for pleasure, for transformation, to solicit answers or connect with the divine source or goddess. You might find peace there in times of turmoil. Many find a place in nature and return to it as needed for comfort in hard times. So I invite you to relax. Find a position that's comfortable for you for the next few minutes. Turn off your phone Let any stray thoughts that aren't related to what we're doing go for now. Let's settle in and begin to drop down into that special place you might already know the path to. Or maybe this is your first time down a new path. Just trust in the exercise. So let's close our eyes and breathe together. Take a deep breath in and really expel it. Take another breath in. And out. If you feel there is still stuff in there that needs to be purged, don't hesitate to take another cleansing breath to expel any anxiety or discomfort or thoughts that don't contribute to reaching our destination. Take your time here, there's no rush. Breathe in and out. Breathe in and out. I invite you to try to focus on my voice during this meditation. Try to stay with me. Cast off any random thoughts that might enter in and don't belong. But if they do enter, just let them go. But most of all, this experience is for you. So if you find yourself led on your own journey, you know what? That's fine, too. Now, I want you to begin to bring your focus to your forehead, your mind's eye or third eye, however you refer to it. Think of it as a movie screen where you'll see a visual account of this guided journey. Give yourself permission to feel perfectly comfortable embracing the elements we encounter on our trip. Give yourself permission to allow, allow, Allow the ideas and images that come to you. Let the spigot flow. Later, you can decide what to keep and store away or maybe discard. Our journey begins on a cobblestone street. You are alone except for the call of birds overhead. You're barefoot and feel the coolness of the stones beneath your feet. You savor the nourishing sunshine and breeze on your cheeks. A short distance away, you notice a door that grabs your attention. You like the lion's head door knocker, and you walk closer for a better look. You walk closer and closer. You're completely comfortable and curious. As you touch the doorknob of the wooden door, It seems to slowly begin to dissolve, or perhaps you can see through it. Beyond the door, you see a natural place of beauty, and you walk through. What does that look like to you? This is a very personal, sacred sanctuary all your own. Perhaps beyond, there's a temple or a grove of old trees or a lake, Let yourself see this place perfectly suited just for you. Take a few moments here and let the vision manifest. What's the light like, the temperature? Are you standing in grass or sand? Give yourself a moment to soak in this landscape so a picture of this place lives on the canvas of your mind. You walk forward into this very sacred and personal place that is all your own. Before you've gone very far, you see before you the outline of a woman in the distance. Can you see her? Let your eyes linger on her appearance. What is she wearing? A crown? A cloak? Does she remind you of a particular woman? Maybe a goddess? The woman beckons you toward her and you find yourself standing just before her, only an arm's length away. She smiles at you and you're completely comfortable. Take a moment to feel what emotions come up for you being here with this woman. In a moment, you hear her voice speaking to you, though her lips seem not to be moving. You realize she is communicating with you telepathically. She asks you your name, and you answer. She tells you that you have discovered a very special place, a place that you alone have been gifted entrance. Then she points to the cornucopia she holds in the crook of her arm. You see it is filled overflowing with various fruit, She bids you to take a red fruit from the cornucopia and bite into it. As you do, you're suddenly filled with a knowing. You have an answer to something you have been seeking. Take a minute and check in. How does that make you feel? What knowledge may have just been imparted to you? then you hear the woman speaking to you again she asks what is it you have come to discover what is it you're longing for what is it you really want you take a moment or two to think about the answer to this question Then, as you tell her what it is you seek, what you really want, she reaches out her hand and lays it upon your head. You feel comforted by her touch, and you start to notice a warmth within your body, starting from her touch and moving down your spine and limbs to your toes. You hear her voice telling you to see that which you seek manifested. Visualize yourself possessing that which you desire. Feel it happening. See your life with everything perfectly in place. You take a moment to do as she commands. Allow, allow, allow. Take a moment to see. Let this shift, this new reality, become a part of you you let go of any resistance and align yourself with your desires you no longer see obstacles you see only possibilities and potential as you look at the woman you notice there is now a transparency about her a golden aura or glow silhouettes her body you see she's also holding a small box She lifts the box toward you and opens the lid. Within is a key and she gestures for you to take it. She tells you this is the key to your personal sacred sanctuary of manifestation. You may come here as needed to enable you to seek the answers you desire. You need only remember this meeting and feel the key in your hands to access this special place at will. You may come here to find what it is you need. This is your place of imagining and transformation. You look down at the key, then look back up at Fortuna holding her cornucopia, but she has suddenly become mist. She is fading, becoming dimmer and dimmer. Before she totally dissolves, you hear her voice saying one last thing, You are loved. You are empowered. You are my sacred creation. Have no fears, my child. You have found the path to source. All will be as you need. With the last vestige of her apparition gone, you feel a sudden breeze. You find yourself back on that cobblestone street. You hear the birds overhead and feel the wind on your cheeks. You take a deep breath and remember Fortuna in your sacred sanctuary of manifestation. You feel the invisible key in the palm of your hand to unlock this place for future visits. You know you may come back when you have the need. Now, slowly allow... Allow allow yourself to return to the room In the time that is comfortable for you Return to where you began Take a deep breath Wiggle your feet and hands Wiggle your toes Say your name out loud Stand up, move around Shake off the feelings of being on that inner landscape Maybe take a sip of coffee or tea a bite of that cookie you have next to you there in your comfortable chair. So I hope uh, hope you've enjoyed that, um, and uh, we'll be doing this again next month. And uh, next month uh, in June, we're gonna our topic is the fires of transportation uh, transformation, not transportation. June will be the fires of transformation. And July will be Liberation of Surrender. Uh, yes, we have lots uh, lots still to get to. And um, just wanted to let you know that uh, Sunday uh, I'll be doing another show. And uh, my guest will be Trista Hendren from the Girl God series. Uh, our topic is uh, Resurrection of uh, Female Power, um, which concludes uh, with Inanna's assent uh, So we're going to be doing that this Sunday at 11 o'clock And um, coming up uh, later in the month uh, We have uh, Kurt Lindsley And our topic is going to be Why combating domestic violence is everyone's responsibility uh, and uh, Caridwin Falling Fallingstore is with me in the month of May uh, She has a really uh, nice book out called The Broth from the Cauldron A Magical Memoir of a Shamanic Witch uh, We're going to talk about that um, She grew up in a conservative, agnostic, Republican household And, uh, you know, now her life is taking quite a different turn We're going to talk about that um, and in case you missed it, Norman D'Ellis was with me uh, very recently. Uh, we talked about hieroglyphic magic, uh, oracles and dreams, uh, You know, talking about uh, Egyptian hieroglyphs, how they're used in magic oracles and dreams. Uh, we still have coming up um, the topic, uh, finding your own way, taking a Gnostic path, and uh, moon salutations, uh, healing for women through yoga, uh, Richard Gossinger is going to be with me in the month of May. Um, kind of a scientific topic, uh, bottoming out the universe, where there is uh, where there is rather than nothing. Um, you know, it's about the relationship between an objective physical universe and our subjective experience of it. Um, yeah, so we have lots of good stuff uh, coming up. Um You know, I think you'll enjoy, you know, some of these, uh, you know, these upcoming shows, including uh, Recovering from the Misogyny of uh, Christian Fundamentalism. Uh, Yeah, we're going to be doing that, too. So uh, May and June are filled with lots of good stuff. Uh, Matthew Fox is going to be coming back on the show. Um, He's contributed to some of my anthologies. I've interviewed him before. You can find him in the archives. Um, He's going to be talking about Thomas Aquinas as a feminist and uh, also Hildegard von Bingen. So... um, Lots of good stuff uh, planned for you coming up, uh, and I hope you will enjoy them all. And um, I want to thank you for continuing to send me your feedback, your thanks and appreciation, also ideas uh, for guests and show topics. Uh, If you do send me uh, the name of a guest or a show topic, please do send their contact information as well. Um, Sometimes the people you recommend I get in touch with Uh, I have a heck of a time finding, and, um, you know, so that would be a big help to me. Uh, If you have recommended someone to me and uh, I haven't done a show with them, uh, more than likely um, either they didn't respond to me or I couldn't find their contact information. All right. Uh, Well, that about does it. I hope you enjoyed the supermoon last night. I'm sure it will still be out again tonight if you missed it. you know, go out there and uh, soak it in, and remember that's uh, that's part of your your real wealth uh, in this in this beautiful world of nature. Um, all right, thank you for tuning in today, and uh, I will uh, see you again Sunday. And until then, uh, may Isis embrace you in her golden wings, and remember. What we, I said earlier What we nurture Well that grows and thrives And what we neglect That withers So really think about that You know What is it you want to thrive in your life uh, Put focus and attention on that And uh, whatever it is you want to go away and wither What no longer serves you Don't put any energy into that uh, And then it will dissolve And uh, slowly begin to fade away All right. Thank you, dear listeners. You are the gas in my tank. I'll be back with you on Sunday.